You know, there's a difference between ignorance and stupidity. Ignorance is when I don't know something because nobody told me about it or I haven't experienced enough to understand it. There's no shame in ignorance as long as it's not because I wasn't paying attention or ignored what somebody told me or neglected to do my homework, at which point my ignorance is due to my own stupidity. Stupidity, on the other hand, is when I say or do things without thinking, without considering the ramifications of the results, or deliberately refuse to take advice, learn from my own mistakes or the mistakes of others. It's when I don't know something, I know I don't know it, and I don't care. Now, smart people learn from other people's mistakes. Ignorant people learn from their own mistakes. And stupid people, will sometimes we never learn. And when we do, it's always the hard way. Ignorance is when a tourist gets caught in the afternoon thunder shower without their umbrella because, bless their hearts, they just didn't know any better. Stupidity is when it happens to me. But whether we find ourselves in the rain due to our own ignorance or stupidity, there is an antidote to both of those, and the antidote is wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom is good judgment, keen insight, prudence, usually resulting from experience or education and paying attention to the world around us. It's, it's common sense, which sadly is not as common as we might wish. The bad news is most wisdom comes from making mistakes, from the process of trial and error, or more accurately, lots of trials and lots and lots of errors. When ignorance lands us in a mess and we live through it, if we learn from it, that's wisdom. When we don't, that's stupidity. But the good news is there's wisdom available that doesn't cost us multiple mistakes and fruitless trials and painful errors. And that's because God, the church, and the Messiah family, who all love you dearly, offer you wisdom. They are a deep well of good judgment and keen insight and good advice and prudence. And if you didn't know that, that was ignorance, and now you do. And if you choose to ignore that wisdom, well, that's stupidity. So if God, the church, and the Messiah family are wells of wisdom, how do we dip into that well without having to make all of our own mistakes? God tells us today through Proverbs, which is 31 chapters crammed full of wisdom in the Old Testament. And God says, wisdom has built her house. She has set up at seven pillars. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She's also set her table. She sent out her servants, and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come in. Come into my house. Leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. God says, don't be simple. And simple is the Bible word for ignorant. In other words, if you're ignorant, God says, don't stay ignorant. Come to me. Come to my house. Hang out with me. My table is set with wisdom and insight and prudence and good advice. Come and eat and drink with me, and I will share it all with you. Leave your simple ways, and you will live, because staying simple is actually dangerous, because what we don't know can hurt us. St. Paul echoes that invitation as, you, as he writes to his friends in Ephesus. Be very careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Proverbs says, don't be simple, 
which is the Bible word for ignorance. Paul says, don't be foolish. Foolish is the Bible word for stupid. God, the church, and the Messiah family urge us to be neither. And to help us avoid both ignorance and stupidity, they offer us a rich banquet of wisdom and insight and prudence and good advice. And they do all that for your benefit, not theirs. And they do it because they love you and want you to be neither ignorant nor stupid, but to be healthy and to be healthy in every area of life in your spirit, and your mind, and your body, and your emotions, and your relationships, and your finances. And to help you get healthy and stay healthy, they offer you wisdom, the antidote to both ignorance and stupidity. Now, if you're ignorant and aren't sure where to find wisdom, pay attention because I'm going to tell you. On the other hand, if you're stupid and don't care about wisdom, well, the sermon is halfway over and I'll be done soon. And here's what God, the church, and the Messiah family offer you, instruction and wisdom. This book, the Bible, is full of wisdom, and not just in Proverbs, though that's what that whole book is about. God peppers wisdom all throughout it, and sometimes it's really clear what is wise, like don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie about people. You know, if you want to get along with folks, those are probably some wise ways to act. And other times, the Bible tells stories about people to show what's wise and what's not, because you can learn as much from a bad example as you do a good one. But whether it comes from a commandment or a story, in the Bible, God tells us how to get along with Him and how to get along with each other, how to live and how to love well, and that's wisdom. The church and the Messiah family also offer wisdom with instruction and wisdom. I hope that's what's going on right now. I hope that what's, what, that's what goes on every Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon with Shine Kids Club and Activate Youth Group and Revive and Diving Deeper Adult Groups and the, seven, and the 7 o'clock service at night and the other times during the week, like in home groups and other groups that meet on campus and the Wednesday morning service at 10 and the Bible study at 11. God, the church, and the Messiah family offer you instruction and wisdom. We also offer you people as examples of wisdom. Now, the reason we have coffee hour in between the services and Sunday night supper and the Pentecost picnic and the parish birthday party next month and all those other social events is to smush people together so that we get to know each other, so that we hang out together, so that we can glean wisdom from each other. Remember, smart people learn from other people's mistakes. And as we get to know each other and hang out together, we discover what kind of example of wisdom they are, and they discover what kind of example of wisdom we are. Because it's only... So God and the church offer you instruction and wisdom, and people as examples of wisdom and opportunities to try and apply wisdom. Because just hearing wisdom, whether it's in the Bible or in a sermon or a teaching, uh, just hearing it doesn't benefit anyone unless we put it into practice and do wisdom. See, just being here in the same room with all of these other examples of wisdom doesn't do you any good unless you open up and introduce yourselves to some of them and learn their names and get to know them and spend some time with them and hang out with them enough 
for us to see what an example of wisdom they are and for them to see what an example of wisdom we are. And as we share those things, our successes and our failures, our wins and our losses, that's how we learn from each other and learn to live and love well. Because it's only as we try and apply wisdom that we're able to leave our simple ways and not be foolish and avoid ignorance and stupidity and get and stay healthy. Now, God, the church, and the Messiah family offer us an easy opportunity to try and apply wisdom, and we call it the Messiah's way. Now, for the new people among us, the Messiah's way is our annual invitation for you to plug into the parish family by volunteering to serve God and or people by taking on a deliberate role in the parish or out in the community and to do that for one year. And here's how it works. Now, next Sunday and the Sunday after, you're going to get a packet for your family. And in that packet, it's going to be customized to you and your family. There'll be a sheet for each person in you and your family for adults and teenagers and children. And it is voluntary. In this parish family, we don't stick you in whatever job it is that we need done and expect you to serve in that till Jesus comes back. Adults are going to get a list of 34 options for how you can serve. Teenagers and children have a few, few less. Read over them, think about them, pray about them, see if any of them spark your interest. If you're not what sure what any of them are or what some of them are, there's going to be a who you're going to call list in there with the phone numbers of the leaders of all the ministry teams. So if you want to find out, call them and ask a question. In three Sundays on September 9th, out in the hallway, there'll be a ministry fair with displays from all the different ministry teams so you can talk to people who do it and find out more about it. And after that, you take the list, you circle the one or the ones that you'd like to volunteer for. In October and November, we'll orient you to how to do whatever you volunteered for. And then in December, on the first Sunday in Advent, you start your role, your, your part, your ministry for a year. At the end of the year, if you like what you did, you can re-up and do it again. And if you didn't, you can retire gracefully, and we'll say thank you very much for your servanthood. Thank you. And then you can try something else. But for the next year, the Messiah's way is the best way we know to offer you opportunities to try and apply wisdom. God, the church, and the Messiah family love you dearly. And because we do, we want to help you embrace wisdom as an antidote to ignorance and stupidity, which is why we offer so many venues to instruct you in wisdom. Take, please, take advantage. That's why we have all of these people as examples of wisdom. Please get to know some of them. And that's why we offer those 34 opportunities in the Messiah's way to try and apply wisdom. Don't miss yours.